Marketing Entrepreneurship. You're listening to the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. I'm your host, brand designer, creative, and social media junkie, Michelle Winterstein of MKW Creative Co. And I'm here to share strategies, hacks, and know-how on branding, marketing, and entrepreneurship for the online-minded small business owner. In this podcast, I'll be sharing interviews, solo episodes, and even more to help you up-level your brand by turning your visions into visuals and connecting with your ideal audience online. Let's get to today's episode. How I started my brand design business explained from square one. This is probably my most asked question and my most requested piece of information, whether it's video, audio, etc., on all of my social media platforms, because I think a lot of people are curious on how to get started in a new field. I'm one of those people. I am a total binger of the Guy Raz podcast, How I Built This, in which he interviews entrepreneurs on how they started their business ideas from the beginning. So there's no better place to start than the beginning. And this is a little bit about me and how I got to where I am today. My whole family is entrepreneurial. My great-grandmother owned her own business, my grandmother, my mother, my aunt, and also my sister. So it's not really a huge shock that I would also start something on my own. When I was 10, 11, 12-ish, my dad was working a corporate job and my mom was a stay-at-home mom. And then they basically did the flip the switch challenge before that was a thing and switched roles completely because my mom's interior design business took off and my dad ended up quitting his job. Going to work with my mom was one of my favorite things to do as a kid because she was completely in charge of her day. Wake up, do a workout, go meet a client, go to home goods and do some accessories shopping, maybe get a manicure, come back and do some more computer work at night. This was my idea of what it meant to be a working professional, a working adult. So that lifestyle was kind of always in the back of my head as something that I knew that I wanted. Fast forward to high school, I was very involved with different leadership opportunities, as well as taking a bunch of creative classes. I took AP Studio Art. I loved ceramics. I was really involved in my volleyball team as well as community outreach projects, which eventually led me to the University of San Diego, Go Toreros. I knew my greatest priority in going to college was finding a school that had a great study abroad program. I love traveling. My family had done quite a bit of traveling when I was in high school, and I remember being in Italy, seeing the study abroad students sketching architecture, and I looked at my family and said, I want to do that someday. So I sought out the university that had some of the best study abroad programs in the country and applied, crossed my fingers, got in, did early action, and went to USD. When I got there, I went in undeclared and then started to try to figure out what my major was going to be at the majors fair. I walked over to the business school. I talked to the communications table and said, I think I want to major in communications, but I also really like art. And they said, well, you can study communications in the art school, but you can't study art in the communications school. So there's this really unfortunate division between the School of Business and the School of Arts and Sciences at that university. And... I think that really brand design is this perfect blend of business and creativity that just didn't exist in that capacity when I was at that school. So I instead went for the art 
department, the basement, if you're familiar with USD, and majored in fine arts and art history with definitely a heavy dose of architecture in there as well. My emphasis in fine arts was video and sculpture, and my emphasis in art history was 19th century French collecting philosophies. So very different topics. I took a bunch of really cool and interesting classes, but my biggest focus when I was there was to do study abroad. I did a intercession trip in Florence, and then I did a semester in Rome, Italy, absolutely was hooked on the idea of traveling and living abroad and knew that that's something I wanted to pursue when I graduated. When I was at USD, I also had a few different student jobs. I worked at the call center at University Telefunding where we called past students and asked them to donate to the university, which I'm realizing in hindsight was great sales and marketing experience as well as great phone skills which I definitely use in my job today. And the other job I had on campus was working at the Creative Zone. The Creative Zone was a student-run, student-led office that helped the organizations on campus create graphic design and flyers and such for their various fundraisers, events, and happenings. This was awesome because in that job, I had access to the full Adobe Creative Cloud. Uh, they also provided computers for us. So every Tuesday, Thursday for a few hours on lunch, I would go work this job and I had very specific deadlines to hit to make sure that the LGBTQ club got their Pride Day poster or the student orgs got their homecoming materials that they needed. And having those deadlines kind of forced me to learn quickly. I definitely didn't know all of the shortcuts. I didn't know all of the ins and outs of Illustrator, but having a very quick deadline made it so that I had to learn on the spot and kind of go fast, learn as I go. As I was doing these designs for the Creative Zone, I was also posting them on my social media. So I would post them on my personal pages, say, hey, look what I made, etc. My mom started taking notice and started referring me to some of her business owner friends. All of a sudden, I've got a business on my hands. These people wanted to pay me to do things for them. I got a version of Illustrator on my computer. Shout out to Cassie for the hookup, who got it from her dad, I believe, that had it on a CD-ROM because this is pre-Creative Cloud where you can just download it from your computer. You had to install it like a software onto your laptop. So I had Illustrator, half the buttons were broken, it was kind of a hot mess, but it was enough to get by and start charging clients for doing various like t-shirt designs, business cards, et cetera, et cetera. When I started my business at the time, I was also a nanny making $12 an hour babysitting. And I remember talking to my parents between the summer of my junior and senior year saying, okay, I've got people that want to pay me for graphic design. What do I even charge? And I said, just charge more than you do babysitting. So for the first probably six to 12 months of doing quote unquote my business, I charged $15 an hour for graphic design services. And I did just about anything to get experience. Social media graphics, ad graphics, business cards, t-shirts, postcards. I worked for a bunch of realtors. I kind of took on any kind of, anyone that was willing to pay me was a client of mine. And my invoicing was super informal. I had no processes. I had a really janky WordPress website that I put together myself, but I was consistently posting my work on social media. I was posting them on an Instagram account that I started for my business and a Facebook page that I started. Every client that I had, I made sure that they wrote me a testimonial because then that became part of my marketing. And I continued to kind of grow and scale my business from there. 
When I graduated in 2015, my parents really encouraged me to take my business full time and to basically pursue it as a career. And that if it didn't work out, I could just go apply and get a job somewhere. So with that mentality, I decided to go super balls to the walls for business, started reading a bunch of books, attending local networking events, and listening, of course, to podcasts about how to grow a business, an online business. Joining a bunch of Facebook groups was really important for me in the beginning of my business, but more important over everything else was joining those in-person events. Finding networking groups in your area will be, in my opinion, the best, most authentic and fastest way to get to know what your audience needs because you get to talk to business owners in a really personal way. I was part of a sorority, so I love networking. I love being in that kind of environment and finding kind of my group of people for me, networking was hugely helpful because I was able to connect with people that were my ideal client on a regular basis. Sometimes it takes getting to know somebody a few times to realize how you might be able to work together. And being in a networking group regularly helps you figure out exactly who you want to talk to and how you want to help them, which is really important. At the time, I was working for a health startup that had a lot of collateral needs and a lot of design needs in general, they had a logo that just was not cutting it for what they wanted to communicate. I kind of pitched them on the idea of rebranding. I'd never made a logo besides my own ever and had this idea for what they could do with the direction of their brand. And essentially I pitched them on why I thought it was a good idea to make a new logo. I charged them $300, I believe, to rebrand their whole company, which was such a crazy thing looking back on it now. But by sharing that work online and continuing to post about it, I got more inquiries for logo design jobs. Additionally, one of the connections I made from that networking group that I attended was a local branding agency that hired me on as an independent contractor to help do specifically logo design, which was awesome because I kind of got to learn from them and learn how to take something that's just a logo and instead turn it into a brand. So taking the logo artwork, of course, but then combining it with fonts and colors and styles and supporting graphics, elements, patterns, stock photography, and really creating an entire package. Figuring out that doing brand design was actually what I liked doing the most helped me narrow in on just providing one type of service. Now in my sixth year of business, I do one thing and one thing only, and that is brand design. And it feels kind of counterintuitive, right? It feels limiting to only offer one service, but really by offering one service, I can do such a better job for my clients because I can really be the expert at that one piece and part. My goal with my clients is to design a brand that works so well for them and give them all the tools that they need to be able to run it on their own. I don't want to be their brand manager. Instead, I just want to be their brand fairy godmother to drop in all the tools they could possibly need, get them set up on Canva, get them ready to rock so that they can run their own business and not have it come to a design bottleneck. I think it's really only the last six to eight months in my business that I figured out that that's what I want to do. And guys, I've been doing it for six years. So that's just to show that you don't necessarily know what your niche is going to be, I think, until you have experience designing for a lot of different types of brands or working for a lot of different types of clients. And figuring that out takes 
time. It takes time and effort and reflection and sitting back and saying, this one went great and this one didn't go so great and I wonder why and how can I find more clients like so-and-so. That really helped me figure out how I wanted to continue to grow and scale my business, which is really important. A sidebar of my whole experience as a young business owner is travel. Travel is hugely important to me. I traveled a lot in college, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, and knew I wanted to get back to that. So in 2017, I packed up my apartment in Solana Beach and decided to go to Costa Rica, of all places, with a travel group called Wi-Fi Tribe. Wi-Fi Tribe is an online entrepreneur's travel group and essentially a worldwide network of people who were similar to me, who were working online, wanted to see the world, wanted to work hard and play hard and travel harder. And that was hugely helpful in growing my business because I got to know business owners from all over the globe. Also, when you're working and traveling at the same time, you have to be on top of it with your project management and your time management and make sure you're carving out time in the day to get done what you need to get done. I found that traveling with a bunch of other entrepreneurs was really helpful, more so than traveling with my friends that maybe didn't have an online job because it's two totally different styles of traveling. So in just two short years, I traveled to over 50 countries. I got to work from co-working spaces and co-living houses all over the world and get to know a bunch of business owners, which I still stay in touch with today. And I'm so thankful for those opportunities that I had and that I took advantage of traveling when it was still safe to do so. Now it's 2020. I am in San Diego, California. I have a car, which is crazy. I have a dog, which is crazier. And I'm really focusing this year on scaling my business and continuing to add educational content to my business model. So stuff like this podcast, courses, trainings, the Facebook group, my design live shows, this is all part of what I feel I can give back to my community and to other entrepreneurs and a way of sharing free information to better help them grow their brand and continue to sustain their brand in the online space. So that's exactly why this exists and exactly why I am so glad that you're here. And again, I'm learning and growing alongside with you. So I definitely don't have the answers. I don't have all of the answers whatsoever, but I'm happy to share what I know and can't think of a better way to do that than through this podcast. So thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Kiss My Aesthetic podcast. For more information, please visit mkwcreative.co slash kmapod or follow along on every social media channel at mkwcreative.co. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group by the same name, Kiss My Aesthetic, and to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Catch you next time.